بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما بلغت رسالت اي سبوك تو يو اي ثينك لاست جو اباوت ذا ايشو اوف artificial intelligence and the revolution that technology technology revolution that we are now living through <clears throat> so let me develop that a bit more and talk about what we need to do to be able to survive and to be able to retain our the strength of our iman because one of the great dangers of more and more powerful technology is that it in it produces in the human being a feeling of being invincible of being you know almost immortal that of being completely and totally in control of his own environment none of these feelings are fact but that is how you will feel and the example i gave i remember in the khutbah is of watching a 3d 3D movie in a theater has anybody have you has anybody watched a 3D movie in a theater anyone two three okay so those who have watched you know you know what i'm talking about those who have not watched go watch one then you must you will you will realize amazing experience uh, where literally you it's you, it's like you are in the in the middle of whatever is happening right and at that time without exaggeration you will not have any thought other than what's going on around you because it's like everything is at you and uh, so the real world which is outside the theater becomes unreal and what you are in the movie experience which is absolutely unreal that becomes real and this is the nature of our life about this life allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said mal hayatu dunya illa mata'ul ghurur allah said this is unreal this is not real allah said this is not real wal baqiyatu salihat in the akhirah what remains is the deeds everything else you have will disappear right mamaindakum yanfadu mamaindallahi baq whatever is with you will finish and what is with allah will remain so but because we are in the theater we are in the middle of this thing the reality becomes unreal and the unreal becomes real now how to retain connection with the reality that is important so for that one of the first things i want to say to you and i want you to remember is that all that artificial intelligence is doing or at least has done until now is two things one is convenience the other one is speed right it has taken away for example you can you can you can call out to siri or uh, you know whatever huh? what is that thing in the house what is it called like alexa huh? i don't have any of this stuff yeah i don't have any, I, do, i don't have a television in my house i don't have this i haven't i don't have a television for last 30 years not just today uh so uh, alexa uh, alexa and siri you call alexa do this alexa do that uh, there's a there's a little clip on youtube where some guy is says alexa is shuts the door light what now what now goes he has a dentist appointment dentist pulled out three four teeth he comes back now he alexa doesn't recognize his voice so he's outside the door he's getting soaked in the rain he's saying alexa alexa heal <laughs> who are you <laughs> so basically what artificial intelligence is doing is making things convenient right so so instead of doing something you say alexa make that make coffee or so the coffee pot works and what not what not 
second thing is speed especially with massive data mining and data searches capability right so i mean google google has got so good at it that there was a time when i still use that there's a, there's a <coughs> nice site called islamicity and islamicity is very good to search for hadith and ayat and so on and so on and you type the uh, you know just a couple of words of the ayat into the into the box and it gets you the ayat today google does the same thing i don't need to go to the islamic city uh, website to do that on my google i just type for example umal hayatu dunya illa mata if i simply say mataul ghurur i just write i maybe, maybe i forgot the whole i whole i just remember mataul ghurur i just write mataul ghurur it gives me all the places where mataul ghurur has come in the quran google is doing it straight away and i'm not writing arabic i'm writing english right it is doing it i had this on forgiveness it gives me everything i had this i just have hadith forgiveness hadith uh whatever right i mean charity give everything so massive data searches and convenience these two things at least as of now all that ai is doing is it is doing what we do normally anyway but it is doing that it is automated that for example self driving cars i mean you drive a car so the self driving car is not flying it's still driving right except that you are not driving it some the 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 the, ro- the robot is in in the robotics in the car is driving the car but at the end of the day it's still driving right it will still take you 20 minutes to go where you are going i mean if you are driving the car maybe it will take you 10 minutes you step on the gas and you pray for the cops to be blind you can get there but the automatic the, the self driving car won't do that it it follows the rules right so it is doing basically what you do and theoretically it frees you up to do something else i don't know how many people sit in self driving cars and and solve the problem of the world but <laughs> whatever that's at least it's supposed to let you do that now this happens but the result of this is that it gives a feeling of invincibility hmm? it gives a feeling of that i am totally in control and i have this technology and technology will solve all my problems this is the the biggest problem of the world today is that we believe that technology solves problems it does not technology cannot solve problems human beings have to solve problems technology is a tool it's like a spanner you can't just throw a spanner say go repair my car it's not going to do that you need the spanner to open up the car but the spanner doesn't work by itself so some there's some individual who has to do it right so what to do how do we deal with this how do we remain <coughs> connected with allah subhanahu wa taala because i said the three things to do one three challenges one is <coughs> to remain connected to allah subhanahu wa taala jalla jalalu in the middle of all this because that is the reality the reality is allah allah is real yawmul haq the day of judgment is real huwan sha attakhadha ila rabbihi ma'ab allah subhanahu wa taala said whoever wants to make a way can make a way while you are here make the path to the time and the place where you are going to go which is the day of judgment that is real so how do we remain connected to allah subhanahu wa taala despite all of this technology the way to do that is is to simply reflect and think that technology that we are seeing today it is not new right if you that's why history is so important if you read history you will find for example the ancient egyptians and i'm talking now people who lived about 4000 years ago 
the ancient egyptians had medicine they had developed to a point which today seems to be unreal right they literally sort of i mean they did not bring dead people back to life but they were like one step less than that they were that good totally amazing uh, in magic they were so incredibly powerful that allah subhanahu wa taala said musa alaihi salam with mujizat which looked like magic but of course they were not magic technology has been there there are the technology with which the pyramids were built in egypt till today people do not understand how it was done it's not just a matter of saying big blocks of stone it is the alignment of the pyramids to the planetary cycles to the solar system to the stars how did they do that they, i mean at least according to us they didn't have telescopes and what not in those days how did how did they do all this there are things in in south america which the incas did and the aztecs did totally incredible but i won't go anywhere there i will just tell you one spot from the quran which allah subhanahu wa taala mentioned and that is the story of sulaiman alaihi salam in the story of sulaiman alaihi salam in surah an-naml sulaiman alaihi salam says who can bring me the throne of bilqis of the queen of saba because this throne was very famous she was supposed to come to meet sulaiman alaihi salam before she came sulaiman alaihi salam wanted to get her, her throne here so first and foremost just think about that for sulaiman alaihi salam even to make this to ask this question means that he knew it can be done right otherwise this question would be very stupid i mean you would say well what kind of a question is that you know it can't be done why are you asking the dumb question yes but he knew it could be done for it was just a matter of saying oh, you know how but it can be done so he said who can do it so ifritu minal jinn the, the the sardar of the jinn the big jinn he said i can do that before your majlis you know finishes which is what maybe 45 minutes 1 hour whatever he is not sitting there all day i will get this throne and he said ana qabiyun amin he said i am strong and i am also reliable and then allah subhanahu wa taala said there was a man there alladhi huwa ilmun min alkitab he said he had some knowledge from the book allah subhanahu wa taala did not say which book the mufassirin have said many things but the quran does not mention which book obviously it was not the quran because the quran came much later so it is some book of allah subhanahu wa taala what did that man say that man said look there and the throne was here he said i will bring the throne to you before you blink your eyes and he didn't go anywhere the jinn said i will go and bring it the man said i don't have to go i am here the throne will come what technology are we looking at here not tell me what physically what happened physically what happened was a huge massive physical object which was the throne which was all gold and jewels and what not was transported by means unknown 1789 kilometers 1111 miles from the rub al khali which is where the saba kingdom was in yemen to jerusalem jerusalem was lambos a massive physical object was transported by means which we don't understand physical thing over a thousand miles 
instantly. Just like that, fat, it's here. Yeah, it would be nice, no? If it, if if I could just go to India and come back in one second, or you just go make tough and come back, you wait here. I'm going for tough. Yeah? Would be nice. <laughs> Abdullah, you and me can go together, right? Inshallah. Haji, <laughs> imagine this. This is the Quran. I mean, nobody can say it didn't happen. It happened. And the beauty is, why did Allah? Why does Allah tell us these stories? See the nature of the whole ayat. The ayat is mentioned as a normal, commonplace thing. It is not some major thing which happened. With Allah is saying, "Oh, wow, fantastic!" No, no. Yeah, this man was there. He did it. And then the lesson is: now we are talking about how do you deal with technology and remain connected to Allah. And that is the lesson which Allah is teaching us. The lesson is the reaction of Sulaiman alayhi salam. What does he say? Hada min fadli Rabbi. First and foremost, Hada min fadli. He did not say, "Mashallah, Mashallah." Anta sahibul karama, anta waliul. No. He said, "Okay, Allah did it through you." Oh, that's. Hada min fadli Rabbi. This is the fadl of my Rabb. And why? Liya buluani. To test me, whether I am thankful or ungrateful, or, unth- or uh, not thankful. Dear blue, ani am ashkur, aw akur. And then he said, the one who is thankful is the benefit of that is to him. The one who is ungrateful, the loss of that is to him. Inna Rabbi Ghaniyun Kareem. He said, "My Rabb is free from all needs, and He is the most generous." So, how do we keep safe from the deception of technology? We use technology again here. Think about this: the using technology. He is not saying don't do that. No, technology is what Allah is the creator of the creator of the technology. So the technology is a tool. Why should we not use it? Of course, we use it, but we do not become captivated by it. We do not become the slaves of it. We use it as a tool, which is what which is what it is. We don't allow the technology to overpower our minds and our iman and our faith. We remain connected to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and Allah Taala Subhanahu Wa Taala Jalla Jalla is showing us the way that is to be done. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Jalla Jalaluhu to help us to live in a way which pleases Him, and to save us from all the fitan and all the deception of any kind, whether it is technology, whether it is our own nafs, whether it is shaitan, whether it is people, whoever. And we ask Allah to enable us to live in a way that pleases Him and not to displease Him in any way. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.